Hey, what's up, appreciators? This is the Professional Appreciators Podcast. I am Andrew, and I am joined by... Evan. And we are back. Oof, after a long break. It has been a long, long break. And on this episode, we are talking about Stranger Things Season 4, Parts 1 and 2. Yes, spoilers will be had Spoilers in this episode. We binged the season last weekend, or we binged Part 2 last weekend, so we're going to dive into that. But before we get there... Um, I thought we'd just kind of explain where we've been and uh, kind of catch you guys up to speed. Yep. Evan, Evan, can you guess when the last time me and you recorded an episode was? Like when we published that episode? Uh, without thinking too hard about it, I would say um, May, like the last week of May. Spot on. Yeah. I, I, on the way over here, I was thinking, like, oh, I think it was like early june but no it we published that episode may 30th and it was the top gun episode that was the last time we recorded Dang. together it was top gun that's crazy that feels like three years ago yeah it does <laughs> um, Dang, dude yeah that's wild yeah we've had all kinds of stuff that have uh that's gone wrong for us here in the last month or so so yeah we were, we're just breaking we're just it recovering down. we didn't even realize how much stuff had gone on but uh, lots yeah. of things keeping us from recording. But we knew the whole time that we'd be back. Yeah. Through all the hardship and terrible things that happened, the one constant was our thoughts about you, the appreciators. That's and the right. the content we needed to get out. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like how intensely you were looking into my eyes whenever yeah. you said well, that. Well, but... I can't look into their eyes. <laughs> so um, We were just talking about it before we pressed record. But uh, I think at like, the beginning of June, you got sick. Yeah. And then... Uh, unfortunately my mom got sick. She got a terrible, um, sinus infection that like gave her vertigo and just made her sick. She couldn't move around. Needed help. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then you, which this is the one good reason why we were busy is you had your anniversary to celebrate. Sure. And you were on vacation and I recorded an episode by myself, which I, I, I don't know if it was any good or not, so maybe apologies to the listeners. No. I thought it went okay. That's but fine. That's good. <laughs> but thinking back to it, on that solo episode, I was like hyping up like how much content was going to come out soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, guys, sorry we, we've been, you know, away for a little bit, but like I'm going on vacation this next week. Yeah, yeah. Evan and I are going to get together. I'm going to write like a thousand video essays. And I meant it. I was oh, ready. yeah. We were, we were fully in on that week. Yeah, it was going to happen. And unfortunately, after Evan getting sick and Evan being away on vacation, I was going to take a staycation mm-hmm. and get some stuff done. But at the very beginning of my week off, yeah, the w- one out of this two is, weeks off I this get. This is the most Andrew thing the that most, could happen. Yeah. yeah. The, the first thing we do that weekend of my vacation, we go to a wedding on Saturday. And it was fine. Sunday... My dad had some health issues, so father, which was Father's Day. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a good day. It was just, you know, some health issues. You know, he, he has some ongoing health issues. Um, but I was like, ready, okay, Monday, things are getting better. Monday one was the only, like, full day of vacation I had. And then Tuesday hits. God, I'm so glad we didn't record anything I know. on Monday. Oh, I would have got, dude, you would have gotten it for me for yeah. sure. So I Tuesday, too. Yeah, Tuesday, I start feeling sick. Not, it ended up being the, the Covey. The COVID. Yeah. The old 19 got him. I didn't think it was the first. Was it, I didn't have like the telltale symptoms. I really just had like a fever and headache. Yeah. And But yeah, my whole week of vacation, I was out with COVID. And after that, I thought we'd be fine. Like last week, I thought we'd be able to hit it. But then unfortunately, not from me, but my dad ended up getting it. And he mm-hmm. got it real bad in the hospital. Um, so that's been tough. And so it's just been one thing after another and that's why we haven't been able to record i did squeeze out a video essay while i (laughs) don't make it sound like you well it really did because because uh squeezed it out yeah i squeezed it out because i started work i start i wrote that essay a couple weeks ago but then i edited it um i began editing it on monday of the week i was sick before Mm -hmm. i had symptoms then i got symptoms on tuesday i didn't feel well (laughs) well enough to keep finished editing it until thursday 
Right. And I, my fever was not gone. Like I had like a 99 fever and I you finished that sucker. Through. Yeah, yeah. I finished that sucker with like a 99 degree fever. Like that's how dedicated I was to it. Wow. So yeah, that's Thank what's been you. going on. You're welcome. <laughs> I serve my country proudly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it's been a wild couple weeks, but we should be back on it now. Pumping out that sweet, sweet content that, that sweet everybody content. loves. Yeah. <laughs> We're monetizing our friendship like, there you like go. the founding fathers well, envisioned. It, seriously, though, for real, I, I know that this is kind of a bad thing. Maybe it could be viewed as a bad thing. We see each other v a lot less whenever we don't record. That's very true. And I've missed you. Yeah, man. I There was a time there I didn't see you for about almost three weeks. Man, that was a rough three weeks. It was a rough I three missed weeks. you. I missed you too, I missed man. It. I missed it. I would watch something. I'd be like, dang. I wish I had somebody to talk yeah. to about this. Same. And it wasn't just me. Like, even Anna, every once in a while, I'd be like, like, we got to get back into a groove of, like, watching a show with Evan and Carly. You That's know? right. Yeah. That's right. So, luckily, we were back in the groove a little bit. We watched Stranger Things. Yeah, we did. I, I watched um, the first batch of episodes at the tail end of my COVID isolation. Yeah. Um, and so really for me, I didn't have that long of a wait. Lots of other people had like a long, annoying wait. I didn't. Right. Yeah. So, well, we both watched the first part separately. And then the second part dropped uh, July 1st, which happy My birthday, B -day, baby. It's your birthday. So we got together and we binged, was it three and a half hours? Yeah. Yeah. Because the first episode was about an hour. At about an hour. And then the last was, was two like and a half. Two and a half. So. Yeah. It was like a Scorsese film. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It, so, it, it really was proof of concept of like the debate between like our movie or long movies bad and like everyone in America watched three and a half hours of Stranger Things Friday night. No one had any problems. With no break. Yeah. So, you know, I think about that often. Um, this is a little bit off topic, but uh, just that idea of these long format, really well made TV shows. Where it is really like a very, very long movie. Yeah. And um, I think like, is it really accomplishing anything like more emotionally resonant because of the length? Or are movies that can make that more concise and like packed into like a smaller punch is that like doing more for like emotional resonance? I don't know. I don't think it matters to be we, like, no, this is better than that. We've or already better than this. We've already dove into it a little bit. We have already yeah. tilled this ground, but I, yeah. I, I think about it still because I just finished Peaky Blinders, the newest season. Yeah. And I was like, they did, they've done six seasons. Um, and it's like, a, it's a well-made show. And, uh, they've done a lot in the show. Like it's like the characters have come a long way and been through a lot of stuff. And I was yeah. just like, you know, a movie couldn't tell this long of a story. Yeah. But you know, it, yeah, I, I don't was know. Just asking myself those real, questions. real quick. I, I, I will say, um, there are a few modern shows now kind of going backwards towards like the episodic format. Yeah. And I'm kind of digging it because right. there's a new star Trek show called strange new worlds. Oh yeah, and it's there's been a bunch of new Star Trek shows recently, and the one from what I've seen, I, I like a lot of them. Yeah, but they very much lean towards like a more modern, like we're telling one story across the season. Yeah, but Star Trek's never been that, and Strange New Worlds is episodic, and I'm really loving it. Well, even that um, Seth MacFarlane show. Oh, the Orville. Yeah, it's a space exploration the, the show. Pop, the popcorn show, Orville Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher space yeah. exploration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone thought it was like a... A popcorn show? Like a bio picture about like the origins <laughs> of Orville Redenbacher? Wow. This is... I did not know oh, this. Oh, wow. No. But yeah, even that... Um, whenever the first season dropped... It's been years now, like three or four years, I think, since yeah. the first season dropped. I watched the first season and it's it was like a great, just like easy show, just kind of funny. and But it did have that episodic format where... There's like a mission or a goal of the week where it's like, yeah. okay, this is what this episode's going to be about. And by the end of it, we're going to reach a conclusion. And it's like kind of, it's really satisfying TV to watch yeah, because it's like, huh, oh, okay. Like that's over. 
Now, mm-hmm. next week, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. what's the next thing well, that we're going to do? Well, the reason I so like the episodic like format satisfying. is I don't feel the pressure to watch, like, five episodes in one sitting. Yeah. And I like that I can yeah. just break it up and go, okay, you know, I have a little bit of time. I'm going to watch a Star Trek episode. And because Man, talk it's, about a good lunch show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh. it's like, I got a whole story. I got a whole answer. Yeah. I got everything kind of packaged into I don't, a two I an don't, hour. And I don't yeah, feel boom. the weight of five more hours pressing on me like, oh, I got it. I got to knock into this. No, it's episodic. Sure. Yeah, sure. boom. I like that. But anyway, yeah. we're getting a little too distracted. We did binge Stranger Things this yeah. past weekend. And we started episode, the second episode, which was the two and a half hour one at like 10 or 1030. And yeah. we stayed awake for we, 99% of it. We powered through. Maybe 90 And I rewatched most of the last episode oh, Miss Carly a couple asleep. days later because my wife Carly fell asleep. It was late. She threw in the I get towel. it. She threw in the towel like at the beginning of the last she episode. She didn't care who was dying on she screen. She didn't give. She was sleeping through it. She, she didn't even, she didn't try at all to stay awake. No. She she gave in <laughs> immediately, which got to respect it. But yeah. uh, I, uh, yeah, I rewatched. As soon as we pressed play on, on episode two, it was like she a was like, warm <laughs> glass of milk yeah. materialized in her hand. She had like she had like a blindfold blindfold above her eyes. <laughs> blindfold. What, what is that? Like, like the a, sleeping thing? Yeah, yeah, it's like a sleeping. I don't yeah. think it's called a blindfold. Well, what is it called? <laughs> it's a sleep mask. Uh, a little sleepy mask. <laughs> there you go. Sleepy mask just came out of nowhere. And it was just boom. She was ready to go. Yeah. No, but uh, we we did get through it, and I rewatched it. A couple days later with mm-hmm. Carly. And I was in and out of the uh, of the room a little bit. Yeah. But I rewatched probably 80% of it. And uh, I think it hit a little harder the second time. Oh. I was pulling right. pulling on some threads second time through. Well, let's, let's unpack it. Let's start our discussion of Stranger Things Season 4. Season 4, Parts 1 and 2. Parts 1 and 2. Which is weird because Part 2 was like two episodes and part one was like six so yeah. it's like kind of uneven yeah um anyway a lot has happened since season three of stranger things that was 2019 i was just yeah. thinking about this like that was pre-pandemic that was a while ago that was pre january 6th political insurrection mm-hmm. that was pre me being engaged or me even being in a relationship knowing you were going to be engaged yeah, yeah. wow the you didn't have a kid. I didn't even think about. Whoa! I didn't yeah. even think about all this. That's how long ago it was. That's how long ago it was. You were you were two houses ago. I've moved twice. You moved. Yeah, you moved twice since then. Wow. I've moved twice since then. Why am I no, moving? I think I moved three times since then. <laughs> well, you moved out of Dave's house. I was already out of Dave's house at 2019. I think you were in Bethalto. Yeah, I was already in Bethalto. So in and B-town. then you moved. So. Yeah, I moved, I moved twice. I moved twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we've we've both moved twice. I moved to one, one of us three has had a child. one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's broadcast it. Yeah, it's crazy. And so leading up to season four, I honestly, I don't know about you, I had zero desire to watch it. You Bef- know, before it came out, I had zero desire because I couldn't even tell you what happened in season three. Again, like my life. Yeah, I had I had very much forgotten. What my life on. is so drastically different from when season three came out that like I feel like a slightly different person. So I'm like in a different place for sure. I yeah. didn't have the interest. And then all the reviews started coming in and like people on Twitter were talking about it. and like people who were like me who didn't have any interest in it kept saying, wow, p- pleasantly surprising. I actually what initially got me to watch it probably because I felt a little the same way. I yeah. thought to myself. I will watch this show like at yeah. some point. Yeah. But me and Carly were catching up on Better Call Saul. Yeah. We had like mm. another show we were watching. So I was like, it's like second or third down on the list. I'll get to it here. Exactly. Soon. And then I started hearing like, whoa, it's like way different. It's like way more violent and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, people are silly. You know, they're just yeah. getting they're just hooting and hollering. Hooting and hollering. They're just they're just getting up and all and just just whooping up the whooping up yeah. the, 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 the crowd. You yeah. Know? It's an unknown COVID and, symptom. You're like way less critical about media. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was like, Oh, I'll be the judge of that. And we watched the first episode. I think it had been out for like two weeks, a week or two or something. Yeah. And I watched the first episode. And I was like, it, it is a different show. It's, it feels different. It feels very different. It, yeah. it definitely leans more into like 
a feel of like a classic kind of horror slasher vibe mm-hmm. a little bit. I was getting like, especially at the beginning there, I was getting real like Freddy Krueger yep. kind of stuff. And uh, they didn't shy away from any of like the graphic parts of the show, which yeah. I think was a little different from not to say they weren't graphic before, but it just wasn't yeah. like every episode. They kind of built up to those more like intense graphic moments. Yeah, like, well, like the the season opens with that flashback of Eleven in um, and it's the facility that she and like just covered in blood and like all the yeah, other kids are dead. And you're like, out. oh, yeah. okay, that, yeah. that's a good way to start a season. Really, what surprised me the most was and and guys, if we haven't made it clear enough, spoilers ahead. Yeah. Uh, but like that first death, uh, Vecna killing yeah. was like all the limbs broke. And the yeah. eyes, I was like, oh, Chrissy, wake up. That's a different. I don't know uh, if you've heard that TikTok. Sound. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a different level. Mm-hmm. It is a different level. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I remember like sick in my my COVID setup with like a, a wet washcloth on my forehead. Yeah. Watching that. And like as soon as her limbs break, I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what broke Andrew's fever yeah. the first time, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's what got it out of my system. I was yeah. like, oh, oh snap. Yeah, Here so, we go. Yeah, it definitely felt like a different show. To a certain extent, it's more violent. They didn't shy away from that kind of graphic content. Yeah. And also um, a very, very, uh, not so much an undertone, I don't think, but it was very obvious that they were going to focus on trauma yeah. and like mental health. That's season. the horror move right now. Every right. horror story, which, you know, I don't think it's that big of a criticism because it, sure. w- it works. Yeah. But it is getting to the point where it's like every single horror story is about like, past trauma yeah um uh, but okay yeah let's get to what this season did differently i will say i think as a whole this season is very much stranger things like it's still mm-hmm. doing the same stuff every season is doing it's still a mishmash of every single 80s pop culture thing ever yeah. um and i i think i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up later you know like there's a bunch of star wars in this season like mm-hmm. a bunch of star wars yeah um but as it comes to what does differently, I, the thing that stuck out to me right away that I was starting to get tired of in like season two and season three was every season, the villain is this kind of like weird non-human monster with no personality. Right. And it's just like a physical threat. Yeah. And season three, they tried to do it a little differently with... Um, Billy. With Billy. But bringing Vecna in with a more anthropomorphic, very creepy aesthetic. Like the creature design on Vecna is amazing. And that goes a long way. Yeah. And the fact that he, he feels more human and he has a personality. He has motives. He, you know, like, whereas like the Demogorgon and like those monsters, they're creepy, but it's like, they just, you know, just, it's that sound. Exactly. Yeah. But ha- but having a villain with motives and a really great like sinister look and an emotional connection to our protagonist that we uncover later, yeah, really changed like the game for the show. I think that's our real difference in like the first three seasons and this season was the villain wasn't just a sim like a big symbol of evil, right? Where it's like the first three seasons was like this is a classic kind of. A group of people have to band together to fight yeah. the a symbol or evil incarnate. Yeah, and they have to team together and like depend on each other to defeat yeah. this evil. It's like it's thing. either it's either the Demogorgon or it's like smoke, and it's like well, you know, like yeah. When which, it gets when it gets this season was different because yeah. it wasn't just an evil thing yeah. or a symbol for something that's with, the most with, evil with no personality. It, it, they yeah. they gave. Don't, don't get me wrong, creature horror story. can work really well, you know, like yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. stuff. But like when you get to your fourth season, you need to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And I really do think the difference was having Eleven confront her trauma and having Vecna be intimately connected to that. And yeah. as you learn that Vecna is one and how that all ties to Eleven and Eleven's guilt. Well, and it really does tie... A, a line of purpose all the yes. way through to the first season where it's like, yeah, okay, so maybe we thought these were just kind of one off one season and it's this evil thing 
second season it's this evil thing but no it's it's saying there is a through line all the way to the first season of motivation for why 11 why exactly and i don't know how much the duffer brothers knew this storyline and where they went with vecna in one from the beginning maybe they did maybe didn't i don't think it matters no but the fact that by season four they're now starting to connect all the seasons together in a way where it's like oh so 11's time in that facility oh okay that actually does matter beyond just giving her powers right like it's all starting to connect and that's really rewarding yeah um when you get to like your fourth season um but yeah, I I, th- I think um, it was a great move making the villain that intimately connected to our protagonists and and how what he was going after wasn't just a physical threat but an emotional threat to Chrissy and Max um, and like what they dealt with. I thought it was simple, but it worked. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, like it, oh, it's trauma. Okay, and and good thoughts defeat bad thoughts you know like that's sure. kind of what it boiled down to but it's effective and it worked and i thought it was a great change of pace yeah i mean i i would take it a little a little further on i think in that last episode they were doing a lot visually to kind of yeah um to kind of push forward that idea that like uh i i think very much max's character um it's centered around her and that idea of when you're in this uh, cycle of like bad thoughts mm-hmm. or cycle of like dark thoughts or something like that, uh, like feeling like you're isolated and alone. Right. But then through um, like her boyfriend in the show, I can't remember his name. Oh, right now. oh um, I can't remember either. Uh, but like him imploring to her, like, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm here the whole season. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, just going to leave you or abandon you. Like, I'm here. And she had been, like, abandoned by her dad, abandoned by, like, her brother died. Like, her mom really didn't pay any attention to her. And, like, again, this idea of, like, the family that you choose being there for you. Mm -hmm. Like, Eleven being there, like, even whenever she was... um, like 11 being there in her mind basically right. with her and um basically everyone working to help her yeah uh and uh, i i felt like it was just visually pushing that narrative forward of like there are all these people yep. that are here helping you like and you're in this cycle of like basically dark thoughts or something like that. And there's this entity that feels like it's after you all the time. And, and I, I, the more I watched that last episode, the more it felt like a, um, like kind of one big metaphor for like, I don't know if this is taking it too, you know, like I'm reading too much into it or something, but it it felt like a, a metaphor for like, this is what depression is. No, that's very much what it was. Uh, Yeah. 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 And I don't want to like take it, too far with like i'm reading into every single little thing yeah but it's like vecna was very much like the seed of uh self-doubt yeah and everyone else around max were there trying to fight off that seed of like self-doubt and like basically you telling yourself that i shouldn't even exist yeah you know and so i thought that that was a i thought that last episode especially was a really cool way to kind of uh to show that while also being really entertaining doing a lot of uh having a lot of really cool action and um and also having like at least like some message that was there that that means more than just like oh bad guy gone like yeah good guy defeat bad guy well they were they kind of were like the first three seasons and you know maybe my memory is just rusty but you know especially season one the whole like upside down and Eleven's powers were very right. much like a metaphor for puberty and adolescence and like right. those weird growing pains we all go through. And I think at this point, as the actors, as the characters are getting older, it was a good pivot to transition to like when you get to, you know, they were preteens, but now they're like getting into middle, late teens, that idea yeah. of like 
there is that voice in your head that tells you, oh, you know, all these bad things that happened to you are your fault. You're isolated because of this, this, and this. And like that dark, evil presence that a lot of us have at some point in our lives yeah. that speak those thoughts. That was a great time to address that idea. And, and even the whole like imagery of how Vecna was getting into our world from the upside down and creating those like those like slits in reality, I, I thought very much was like a symbol for like, like he was digging into their wounds and yeah. he was accessing our world through their wounds and it kind of manifests and it looks kind of like a wound opened up, you yeah. know? And well, and the more I watched it too, the more like that last episode, especially you have this group of people that are fighting evil. And really what the show's message is saying is like, they're all here fighting this seed of like division and doubt. Yeah. And, um, they kind of, by the end of the season, they lose. They don't, they don't beat the monster really. Um, you know, it's not a full victory. And then at the end of the show, it's literally dividing the town up into segments. And, well, in the whole season, all our characters are divided. Yeah. And so I thought like, oh, that's like it's it's literally it's showing us exactly what it's it's trying to uh, to convey. Yeah. Basically, it's like this town is divided, this town. Yeah. And and it's kind of the message is that it's mirroring our world a little bit where it's like, OK, so this town is divided. What are they going to do to come together? Yeah. which is like they're hinting at like next yeah. season. What are they going to do to come to come back together? But I thought that was kind of an interesting thing where it's like basically our, our, our guys lost. Yeah. And we kind of were defeated and there's this creeping like, yeah. you know, thing that's, that's killing the town and dividing it up literally. Yeah. Well, this, and, this leads me to what I couldn't stop thinking about through the whole fourth season, yeah, which was, Stranger Things, it's its whole MO, it's its biggest strength and the biggest thing people criticize about is how right. it's very much like a melting pot of a bunch of 80s iconography and 80s media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, season one was definitely heavy on the Stephen King and the Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. and they've dipped their toes in other 80s stuff. Like, you even mentioned, like, Vecna very much evokes Freddy Krueger. Yeah. But plot-wise and storyline-wise... I was watching the season go, this is 100% their their Empire Strikes Back. Uh, the whole, like, it's kind of like, if you think about it, you know, it's we're going to the fifth season, but this is the penultimate season. It's the season before last. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back, it's the middle episode. It's right before the last episode. Yeah. What, what does Empire Strikes Back do? It separates all the characters. Yeah. It isolates our powerful protagonist, and he goes to training with Yoda. Eleven has to train with Papa. <laughs> and Yoda and Papa. Papa. I love how she's like, Papa. Can I just one criticism of the show? Yeah. Is I feel like uh Eleven would have learned how to speak normal English by now. Yeah, they're like still they're still digging says, into that. Yeah. They're still digging into like she says she pronunciates everything so like precisely. Yeah. It's like just talk normally. Yeah. She's like Papa. It's like a, it's like robotic almost. It's it, yeah. it, it, it kind of annoys me. Sometimes. I don't know if they were trying to to show how like her isolation from um, Hopper and Mike and all of them like regressed her because like I I thought like a big point of season three was how they got her out of her shell right. and dipped her into society with like taking her to the mall and stuff and right. But yeah, but they did. I don't know if that was like on purpose to show her regression. Anyway. Back to my larger point. Um, like Empire Strikes Back, all the characters are separated. Yeah. Our, our uh, very Force-sensitive protagonist is training, and then you have yeah. the whole idea of how the antagonist is revealed to be someone very close to them, like Darth Vader is Anakin's father. Yeah. Vecna is uh, Eleven's, you know, quote-unquote, like, sibling in the facility in the first one. Yeah. And they had a relationship. So there's that kind of Darth Vader reveal. There's the whole thing about how they lose at the end, like in Empire Strikes Back. Very much they lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
And the whole like part two was very much leaning towards the idea, like an empire strikes back. Um, Luke wants to rush and save his friends, but Yoda's like, Oh, you're not done training. And yeah. Luke's like, if you Yoda, I'm going to go save my friends. I don't need training. And Eleven's like, I need to go save my friends. And Papa's like, you need to train. Like, yeah. I don't care if the world ends while you're training yeah. and I, the whole time. I'm like, this is the empire strikes back. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I don't think that's that big of a negative because it works. It's a proven formula. I don't think that, uh, well, it's not like they were trying to hide it. No, they you know, wear it on their sleeve. They were honoring Empire Strikes Back yeah. by kind of using those beats, I think, of the story, which I think plays very much to their aesthetic and like what they've done in previous seasons. So yeah. I think it's just kind of like a larger scale way of doing that. Uh, I will say dealing with Papa... Uh, Papa. I do feel like the end of his story was a little bit like, oh, so there's like, just kind of, he just stayed evil. <laughs> like, I he I, was com- he was committed to his little science experiments to the very end. That yeah, little freak. I feel like that little. Freak. I feel like at the end, he was still like, don't you get it? Don't you see yeah. why I did it? Tell me you see why I did it. And she's like, as he's getting shot. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no. And then he just dies. And it's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> like, I guess he wasn't gonna. Yeah. I guess, I guess the message of that is some people just won't change. So we'll let them die. Yeah. <laughs> some people will die doing their weird little freaky science experiments. Science experiments. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of an interesting. Um, yeah conclusion to that well speaking of like weird things there's now becoming a trend in stranger things where any male above the age of like 12 who gets close to that friend group is instantly dead except for steve no no, steve was there from the beginning okay like new addition yeah any new addition because if you think about it sean astin season two billy season three billy season three dead hopper kind of died a little a little bit came back yeah now eddie I, like I feel like in Hawkins, any, you know, there has to be a trend where it's like any guy, a teenager, adult who gets close to that friend group is dead. Like, Eddie was a good character too. Eddie was a great uh, addition. I, I and when I was watching this season through the last time, I was watching that scene with him and uh, Dusty, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, "This is a great scene because what." Um, Eddie is his name? Yeah, Eddie. Yeah. What Eddie is saying is, this whole time, I knew that you guys were the 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 people that thought, they thought, everybody thinks you're freaks. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks you're weird. Like, nobody wants to hang out with you. But, like, we have each other. And I've been keeping you guys, like, I've been protecting you this whole time. Yeah. Like, through high school and, like, with this club, like, I've had you under my wing. Now I need you to protect the next group of people yeah. like take in the next group that's like needs help and needs to be understood and yeah. do that and like carry it on so i thought that was like a cool little yeah like story well they were thing. they were definitely digging into that whole paradise lost oh big time yeah. That, yeah, that was yeah. another thing like before i start i thought of star wars i kept going to anna i was like oh this is did you know about paradise lost it's like exactly paradise like the, lost. the way they treat the hellfire club is just like yeah. how they treated the uh what, the memphis three yeah the memphis three yeah. and even <laughs> all i could think about was like oh man like Damien Eccles, like with his Stephen King books and how the community used that against him and how yeah. they're using D and D against well, him. Like heavy metal music heavy metal, and all yeah. that stuff. And yeah, 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 it was, it was very, very, but again, I think doing it in a way that's not like trying to hide it and is just like kind of paying homage to, yeah. to that, that sort of stuff, which I think is a really cool way of doing it. And which I think if you didn't right know about like, the show. if you didn't know about the history of that in the eighties, you, you might watch that and go like, that seems a little over the top. Yeah. But yeah, like, but no, like people were actually imprisoned for just yeah. like, like, Oh, you're guilty because you read Stephen King books. Looking God, hundred percent being yeah. into D and D listening to heavy metal music and reading Stephen King. Like, yeah. It sent actually sent people to prison. Yeah. So, so there was that, but yeah, Eddie was yeah. a great character. He had a nice little arc about like how, he was this washed up, couldn't graduate guy, and yeah. the town judged him, and he kind of like leaned into like, you know what? I'm actually going to, 
Like, even if the world doesn't recognize it, I know that I stood up and I did something important and I actually took control of my life. Yeah. And I'm not that washed up failure. Yeah. That was a nice little arc, but... I think so, too. I kind of shame he had to die. It was, because I think he had more more he could have done. Uh, but I think that was a that was a nice arc. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, I, I will tell you the scene, the first time watching it and the second time watching it, I was completely glued to the screen mm-hmm. um, whenever Max woke up um, after like everything had kind of gone down mm-hmm. and she was talking, gosh, I can't remember his character's name. Oh, the basketball player. Yeah. Uh, I'll look at it. Uh, but she woke up basically and was talking to him and he was talking to her and they're basically realizing like this is you know, serious and bad. Yeah. And, uh, like she's in rough shape. Lucas. Lucas. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Lucas. Uh, where basically she wakes up and she's talking to Lucas. Like that scene had me like glued to the screen. Yeah. Like that was such a heartbreaking, like moment to yeah. watch. No. Where, and especially um, just in light of thinking about everything that it is that they're talking about and all these themes of like, you know, if Vecna is like a symbol for depression, like kind of trying to chase you down. Yeah. And then if, you know, you waking up from almost dying and realizing like, I'm not ready to die. Like, I don't want to die. Like, I want to keep living and like realizing that the person that you want to be there the most for you is there with you in that time. And it's just like, that got me, man. It really got yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Sadie Sink did. I, I had to look up her, the actress's name. She did a great job this season. She was, she was awesome. the MVP. Oh, 100%. Man. Yeah. She, well, and everyone in that scene, like Lucas, I don't feel like he's been especially standout like the entire season. But like in that scene, like they just all brought it. Like it was, yeah. I was feeling it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, she definitely like, her and Eddie and uh, 11 million Bobby Brown, they carried this season on their shoulders. I, I really like Hopper as a character mm-hmm. and, but I, I, the whole time I just, I couldn't help but feel like the whole Russian storyline was just filler mm. and it stinks because I do like having Hopper and, um, uh, Oh, what's her character's name? Winona Ryder? Yeah, Winona Ryder's character's name. Um, uh, whatever, you know, her character. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joyce. Joyce. I really like that Hopper and Joyce, like, reunite and, like, finally have their romantic moment. I like that, but it's like, I feel like they were bending over backwards to kind of find a way to make the Russian storyline connect with um, the Hawkins storyline, with, like, oh, the hive mind. If we kill these people, we kill them. I was like... It was right. just like, I don't know. And, and that's the that's one of the bigger things with this season was it was a little too bloated in terms of separate storylines. Whatever you do, don't play a drinking game where every time they say hive mind, yeah. you take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be destroyed. Yeah. I, I'm just sitting here like, okay, what was I really invested in? I was really invested in everything going on with the murders with Vecna and Hawkins and like investigating why certain people are dying and... The history of, you know, um, Vecna's dad being in prison and blah, 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 like all that stuff. I really liked Eleven's dive into her past with uh, one and all that. I really liked that. But then the Russian storyline and the whole like Mike and the older um, Myers kid, like that storyline, just like it seemed like there was a little too many balls in the air being juggled at times um i i definitely turned to carly several times during the show and just was like there's a lot happening in this there's a lot happening (laughs) yeah no i i will just i'll push back on you a little bit though i did like hopper's arc because i think yeah it was though a little disconnected from what everyone else was going through uh i thought was a little personal i no, like that's what i'm saying like i liked it it just felt weird that it like they tr- like they couldn't get it to connect very well i but, see that you mean to hawkins basically yeah, but yeah, yeah. i j- i don't know like i understand they they painted themselves in a the corner with how they ended season three 
but like Hopper's journey to kind of recognize why he's always sacrificing himself and like his whole monologue about how like I sacrifice myself not because I'm like a big hero but because I don't think like I think all my loved ones are better off without me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I, a great moment. But I think that scene. moment yeah. still could have happened with him closer to the other characters. Like they didn't need him to be in Russia for I that exploration. Um, and so it, it just was a little annoying. Like, oh, I can kind of see them bending over backwards to get the Russia storyline to like have immediate impact with everything right. else going on here. Even though isolated, I did like it. I, I enjoyed it. It just felt weird how it didn't connect. Right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And I, I hear that criticism. Um, but on the other hand, I did enjoy it. So it's kind yeah, of it's like, like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a give and take. Could there have been a better way of doing it? <sighs> Maybe a little cleaner. I, yeah. I, there were a couple of moments where I felt frustrated by how long he was in Russia Yeah. and how long that was going on yep. with him just basically, Basically, until Yuri and Winona Ryder and uh, the other character we can't think of his name with yeah. the beard, who's a black belt, and that was hilarious. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's amazing. I love that. Character. <laughs> he was an MVP too. Yeah. But uh, no, until they got there, it really picked up once they actually physically got there. Murray. Yeah. yeah, Murray. Once they physically got there, you know what I mean, and like things really yeah. started happening. But until then, it was yeah. kind of like, okay, like more of Hopper in prison. He's really getting his. Like he's really getting having a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting tortured, and like he's in a labor camp. This is really bleak. Like this is a bummer. Yeah. Um. So that did feel like it dragged on a little bit, but yeah, I, just, I did enjoy that. Yeah. Ultimately, there, there are some episodes where it's like you're bouncing from California to Hawkins to Russia, like so. I was a little bored by the the California. The California line definitely was the one that probably needed to get cut. It really dragged on, and it's just I they're adding like, they're, like every season. There's more and more characters, and it stinks because it's like I like the new characters like Eddie, but yeah. you know, um, uh, the older Myers kid really took a backseat this season. Mike, oh, Will? Yeah, Will took a backseat. Mike kind of took a backseat. Um, Will? It seemed like in every scene they were like. Look over and feel sad. No, no, they did well dirty. Um, yeah. Um, but John, yeah, and Jonathan, they did dirty. It's With just the like, birthday thing, I feel like. It, it's not that they did dirty. It's just like. Well, they did his character dirty and they just did. Yeah. 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 It's just like they. there's so many characters that, you know, you they, they can't all have the most emotional resonant thing like Max or Eddie sure, and stuff. Sure. So. Yeah. I don't know. Will it, had his time in the in the daylight or in the whatever yeah. you want to say. I mean, I, I in the guess first season. Yeah, I guess it's a good it's a good problem to have where you have so many interesting characters. Yeah, but at some point you have to like really just like start killing people off. You got to <laughs> focus on you got to you got to really prioritize which ones and focus on it and yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, An unsung comic relief this season was Maya Hawk. Yeah. No, she's great. She was good in this uh yeah. in this season. She was funny. She brought some Yeah, some her and Steve's dynamic and, is always great. Yeah, they're yeah. they're great. Dusty and Steve's dynamic Again, is always like, great. Again, like if you're going to be a show with too many characters, at least make the characters really interesting and likable, and that's what they do. Yeah. And so that's why it's not too big of a criticism because it's like, okay, you're going to add Maya Hawk in season 3, you could add Eddie, you're going to add Murray, it's like blah, blah blah. But at least they're all interesting. And even like the pizza guy yeah, <laughs> showed up this season. You know, he was he was a good comedic relief too. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to have too many characters, at least make them interesting. Yeah, and they did that. Yeah, for sure. No, overall, I think I. Uh, oh wow, that was quite the yawn. Wow, yeah, you <laughs> you really loved it. Um, no, overall, I I, I really like the season and it felt like a different show to a certain extent. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I I liked what they changed about it. Um, You're ready for 2024 when season five comes out. Imagine how different our lives are going to be in 2024. What a year yeah. to uh, bring something out. Holy cow. Yeah. What is it? That'll be two years. Yeah, two years. Our lives are going to be destroyed in, in two years. Yeah. I can't wait to look back on this episode in two years. Yeah. And be like, we're still back. Yeah. Oh, that was before we were doing podcasts we're full still, time. We're still back. <laughs> Yeah, I we're still podcasting. I can't wait yeah. to look back in two years. Yeah, that was that was back when we only had six patrons. Now we have eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, before we wrap it up, we got to talk about one more important thing regarding Stranger Things Season 4. Okay. What is your Vecna song? What is this? <laughs> what is the song that I would have to play to wake you up from like a Vecna possession? I think... Uh, uh, I think... <laughs> I have two songs in my head right now. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out which one would be the one. I know what it would if if it happened on July 4th. I know what would I, I would play. I would yeah. play Independence Day. Yeah, for yeah. Martina Martin McBride. McBride for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, if it was July 4th. That's Evans July 4th it's jam. July 4th. <laughs> July 4th jam. Yeah. Um. But uh. No, I'm thinking either Higher Love by mm-hmm. Steve Winwood. Yeah. Uh. You know. That's a good one. Or don't sing too much. Right. We'll get we'll get taken down. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, or, uh, I've had the time of my life, the dirty dancing themes, really the, the dirty dancing. That's song. like one of your favorite songs that would bring you back. Let me say, I think that's one of the great songs. It's a great song. I think it's one of the great songs that exists. Yeah. I, the more I, 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 that song gets me pumped. I right. don't know why. Right. Just, just something that happens in me whenever that song comes on, it gets me going. Yeah. And so I feel like that will be what I need. Yeah. To get out of the, yeah, you know. And, and Anna and I were talking about it. Hers is easy. Like if, if you spend five seconds around Anna, you learn that her favorite song of all time is Nothing's Gonna Stop yes. Us Now. So 100%. Yeah. And that's a bop too. Yeah. But I was thinking about it and it's like, okay, if like the, if I'm really thinking about a song that I listen to all the time mm-hmm. and one that means a lot to me and one that I love, yep. it's not necessarily always going to be like an absolute slapper. Right. That's like fun. Yeah. And I, I was like, how, like, if I'm being honest, like honestly, it would be like a like a slow John like Mayer it, song. I feel like it kind of needs to slap though. I, that's it, the thing. It, like, but I was like, how funny would it be if like Vecna's like trying to possess you, cool. and, and Evan plays like "Stop This Train," <laughs> and Vecna's like, "You little sad boy." Yeah, and Vecna's like, "This isn't gonna." This you're isn't just gonna like, you know, it. actually, I've changed my mind. But then Vecna's listening to the lyrics, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, you know what? Like, yeah, like can, time is going by." Can I stop this train? Like, <laughs> like oh, I like I can. Like, oh yeah. My dad is getting older, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. And then me and Vecna kind of like hug it out, like I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like. Uh, like and then he just, just goes back stop. to killing you. And then he goes back to killing me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, that was a good respite there. Yeah. No, but I, I think one of those two would be a good one for me. I mean, at least like, off the top of my head, maybe the uh, theme from uh, Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a slapper. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, those are the two that immediately pop to mind because those songs, both of those songs, they get me pumped. Yeah. They really do. Okay, that's good to know that if I had to like play a song to bring you back, I, I know which ones they would be. Yeah. I'm trying to think like what I, I would... I, I mean, I kind of picked 80 songs. Too. Yeah. And well, Higher Love might not be an 80 song. It may, I don't know when that came out. But uh, I also was on theme. If it, if it wasn't the 80s, it should have been the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. An eight, if I had to go 80 song... Like one of my favorite '80s jams is uh, "Everybody Wants to Rule the World." Mm. That's a that's a great '80s pop. Yeah. That is um, or maybe or maybe like a Police jam. I love the Police. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I think those two would be good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I mean the other songs I think of are like sad. Yeah. Sappy I just songs, I, it was making of. me laugh thinking about like man like the songs that do mean the most to me are like like really sad slow songs and like that would be like such like a bummer yeah <laughs> or like maybe like some red hot chili peppers <laughs> what song was that I don't know <laughs> that's just any 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 chili pepper song what what song am I singing I don't know but I know it's red hot chili I peppers. did that I did that just so we wouldn't get flagged <laughs> No, there's such a disconnect between Generic like chili peppers. No, funk. there's such a disconnect between like the the melody and music I can hear in my head and how I can reproduce it because in my head I can hear it, like I can hear it in my head. I can hear that like little that bass riff or whatever. But yeah. then when I try and get it out of my mouth, it just becomes like you know. That's awesome. No, uh, I I think I was trying to do like the opening riff of Can't Stop. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Like burn on it. I can't. No, I'm not even gonna attempt it. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, nope. no. Nope. Try it one more nope. time. Nope. Burn on it. That's what I heard. Burn on it. Burn on it. Burn on it. 
In my head, I can hear it. I'm telling you, I can't. It's just wow. like it's like a weird like music music dyslexia. It's like as it comes out of my mouth, it like totally gets scrambled. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Stone in a Teacup maybe would be good. Chili you just Pepper made song? that up. No, that's a real song. Ooh. That's a real Chili yeah. Pepper song. Um, Remember how um, when we were in middle school, this is really getting off topic. When we were in middle school and we were listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot mm-hmm. and we were listening to, um, oh, what's that song? Purple um, Purple Stain. Yeah. That would be a good one too. And uh, BB had to like pull us aside and be like, do you know what that song's about? <laughs> and then I remember like actually listening to the words going like, oh, that, oh. I don't, I'm going to be honest with it's you. It's really inappropriate. Whenever you said that you understood it, I just pretended that I knew what it was <laughs> 13 year old Evan like oh yeah that is oh, terrible oh my yeah Andrew gets it I I do too this, you're like you just clutch pearls that weren't there before like oh yeah. this is shocking Andrew why don't why don't you explain it in further detail yeah. Evan I mean Andrew really break it down for me yeah. no, no yeah. or a uh, uh, a song from my youth that I really remember like yeah it was Foo Fighters Monkey Wrench oh yeah the uh, the best of you was the one I really. I don't know why I best, thought Monkey Ranch was so cool. I don't know, why. dude. But, hey, we're not hating on the Foo Fighters. No, no, no. Foo There's no Foo Fighters hate here. No. Yeah, but uh, but if it would have been if it would have been back then at that age, a song I listened to all the time, which would have been a little bummer of a Vecna song, was Clocks by Coldplay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, Vecna would like just it, like he would end you immediately. He would end you like I'm not even gonna do the whole like bend your arms like I'm just breaking your neck immediately. <laughs> yeah, this is over. You freaking little nerd. Yeah, stop. Uh, Coldplay no, from the <laughs> from that age. From that age, it probably would have been either Incubus or Red Hot Chili Peppers for real. Yeah. Um, what if Vecna was? What if Vecna was secretly a Coldplay fan and he was like, "Yeah, like, time goes by and it can't be eternal. <laughs> and it was all yellow. And it was all <laughs> yeah. Just Vecna's like huge Coldplay fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it probably would have been like a Chili Pepper from that Look age. Look at the stars. <laughs> Look how they shine for you, Maxine. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression when you said, when, not the whole thing, yeah. but when you said Maxine. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a special talent for like one word impressions. I can do someone's voice for one word. Right. You know, like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. That's a good one, too. Wow. Yeah. Uh, can you do like any, any other people? Like, I'm trying uh, to think. I probably can't. Oh, um, oh here we go. Anna hates this one. Homie. <laughs> Marge Simpson. Homie. Wow, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I can just, wow. that's it. That's pretty I good. I can't really do it for other words, you know, but I can do homie. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's just deeply ingrained in you. We could just, like, to get you away from Vecna, we could just put, like, an episode of uh, Simpsons yeah. on or something. Maxine. Yeah. <laughs> homie. I can just do one word. I can, I can do any one with one word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any impression with one word? To Umayas. <laughs> to Umayas. Oh to Umayas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Evan's putting, he's putting it into I'm it. good. I get it. Yeah. For those of you who stuck around That's to the enough. very end, if you pay $5 on Patreon, you get the full bundle of Andrew's one word impressions. We should uh, we should create like a, a soundboard of just your one <laughs> yeah. word impressions. Yeah. Christopher Walken. I'm picturing Owen like Wilson. a. I'm picturing like a basic cable middle of the night advertisement for like a CD of like one word impressions. Like yeah. if you buy now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm sitting here racking my brain because I can't think of the melody for "Can't Stop." Oh, can't you stop can't do addicted it. to this. I yeah. can do the words, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. do the guitar. Do the guitar. Oh, that was so much better. No, mine was close though, right? No. That just sounds like it sounds like you're going. Hey, man. Not all of us were born with the natural gift like you were. Yeah, I I probably listened to "Can't Stop." Or like Californication or like walkabout. By the way. As much as anything, by the way. Yeah. By the way. By the- <laughs> <laughs> I realized <laughs> right then in there that, that the name of the song, like coming up a natural conversation makes no sense. <laughs> that really threw me off. I thought you were about to say something. <laughs> by the way. I was like, what? 
For the first second, I was like, do you not know what song that is? No, I probably listen to those songs as much as anything or like Incubus Morning View. Oh, Incubus. Or, uh, or like songs from A Crow Left to the Murder. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, that would bring me out. Yeah. Play play any song <laughs> like uh, from like a Chili Peppers album or Crow Left to the Murder or Morning View yeah. by Incubus. That'll get me or one of their like one of their like one of those two funky songs they had. Yeah. Uh, Or one of those two 80s songs I mentioned. So you got a lot of options. We settled it. Boom. You you got a ton of options. What what did you choose? Three by five? (laughs) Three by five. Split screen sadness. I was was saying like if I'm being honest, like a song that really means a lot to me and one I listen to all the time would be like Stop This Train by John Mayer. But it's like not fun. Yeah. It wouldn't be fun to like (laughs) emoji of a wave. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if like I had to pick like a fun song like um, I don't know I'd I'd, I'd have to think about it a little bit. Wait more. until tomorrow by John Mayer. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. I mean, it's a cut. Co- is that a cover? Yeah, it's a co- yeah, yeah, it's a cover. It's a cover. It's I mean, a cover. I mean, don't, I, it's not that I don't like it. I, I like <laughs> that it. That was a close one. <laughs> I like it, but like it doesn't mean a lot to me. So it's like it's hard because oh, I can just pick like a fun song, but does it actually mean a lot to me? What a great song selection by Stranger Things. That was great. That, that song that was great. Yeah. That has been stuck in my head that, like constantly. Her, her royalties on that song have like probably she, skyrocketed. Dude, it's everywhere now. Yeah. She they has playing, like three They were playing now. it on the radio the other day. Yep. Wild, dude. Yeah. It's that crazy. and Chrissy, wake up is yeah. like the, the two biggest things right now. <laughs> Chrissy, wake up. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know if we need to do like final thoughts on it, but. How many uh, <coughs> Vecna claws? Ooh, would you many, give it out of five? How many Vecna claws out of five? I would give it. I think I'm gonna be. I'm. I think I'm gonna be a little generous and round up. Like I think if I'm being honest, I, it would probably be like three point eight, three point seven. But I'm gonna round up to a solid four because even though I don't think Stranger Things is like the m- most sophisticated, well crafted TV show on right now, it is always continuously fun it's always engaging i always have a blast yes it's recycling a lot of 80s pop culture nostalgia it's recycling all those elements it's like iconography visually plot structure wise but those things work yeah and it knows it and it's not trying to hide that it's doing that like it's its mo it's not claiming that they invented it yeah it's not doing any of that stuff so because of that i had a great time so it's a solid four out of five for me yeah, I I Vecna claws. I <laughs> uh, want to make that clear. Four Vecna fingernails out of five. Yeah, uh, I would say the same thing. I would, you know, in a vacuum, maybe give it a three point eight. But yeah. considering how much fun I had watching it, that we got to get together and like yeah. enjoy it together. It's and, a Stranger Things is a great communal show. Yeah, it is. I would, I would, I I'm very comfortable with four Vecna fingernails yeah. out of five. Yeah. So yeah, I I. I really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun with it. And for as long as you, Chrissy, as long as you go in, as long as you, (laughs) as long as you go in, not trying to like poke holes in it and just have fun and, you know, do all of that stuff. Cause I I feel like sometimes you get into a show just with bad intentions, you know, and you're like, I'm just watching this show so that I can, I can tear it apart. Yeah. But you know, just, just go have fun with it. It's a blast. Yeah. It's a blast. Don't be a Vecna. No, don't be a Vecna. Don't be a Vecna. Lame. Don't be a Vecna, bro. Yeah. Out of here. Well, that has been our Stranger Things Season 4 discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see you in two years when we can talk about (laughs) Season 5. Hopefully, we're all around then. Who knows? The world is crazy. Hopefully, me and Andrew won't get hit by a bus or something. I know. Dude, the way our weeks have been going. um, That's got it. So I'm not going to promise any more content coming up. I'm not going to talk a big game anymore. How about this? We'll do the like vague thing where it's like, guys, we got something special coming up. Yeah. You just wait and see. We don't know what it is, but it's we're, we're We got some things cooking, stirring yeah. up in the pot. Because you we, just wait and see so that anything that comes yeah. out, then they're like, was that the thing that he was talking about? Yeah. Oh, maybe that was the thing. Because we've been promising about. the Batman commentary for like two months. Yeah. So we, we never should have promised it. I mean... I'll leave it at just saying yes yeah. to that. We want to do it. Yeah, we do. Um, Cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, we're going to do, do. We are going 
to get that out. We're going to get to it eventually. Yeah. When do you have a spare three hours? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I do have a couple video essay ideas percolating in my brain. Ooh. I just watched Everything Everywhere All at Once yeah. the other night. So I have some thoughts. So hopefully I can get some more of that. Hopefully Evan and I can get back on a regular podcast schedule. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe sometimes taking a break is good. Yeah. I think Nothing so. Wrong. Refresh. It's a lot nicer taking a break whenever you're not like, don't have like 102 degrees. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And all of that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's good. Back. There, yeah, there's a lot of great. It feels, feels good to be back, baby. We need to watch the Black Phone. I really want to get together Ooh, and watch too. the Black Phone and yeah. talk about that. So me too. Hopefully, we can get into the movie theater and get some more podcast content out to you guys. I hope you enjoyed our triumphant return. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Triumphant. Our triumphant return. Very triumphant. Yes. Yeah. With and, trumpets, we came in. And uh, I, I think to kind of fade us out and to end the podcast, I'm gonna give you guys a little cover of Can't Stop by the Red Chili Peppers. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>